0: Good day, sir.
1: Good day indeed. How are
0: you? Good yourself?
1: Oh, not too shabby. That's good. How's my angle? Am I nostrally?
0: Extra nostrally. But that's great because that's one of your best features.
1: That's dumb. <laughs> that's also terrible to have like really nice nostrils. Oh,
0: are you showing off a Christmas tree you? You got a little Christmas tree going on there? Uh-huh.
1: Look at that. Yeah. Normally I'm uh, in front of the fireplace, but today yep. I thought, you know, Michelle worked so hard to put the tree up, mm-hmm. might as well show it off a bit.
0: Switch it up, be a little festive. I like it.
1: Yeah. And then I'll do this to kind of show off one of my favorite Batman shirts.
0: Oh, oh, and then I that's it. That. I do that, but you probably see my nipples. It's so fucking cold in here.
1: <laughs> I uh, I think it's <laughs> hilarious that it's so cold in
0: there. It's all right. It's all right. I got my X Men shirt on, which I put Very over nice. my long sleeve Batman shirt. So technically <laughs> technically we're both still rocking the bat
1: yeah except yours is the classic whereas mine's yeah i got
0: classic keaton yeah
1: arkham no that's not classic keaton that's just classic uh
0: that's just classic yeah it's not keaton
1: it's classic keaton the first one had the feet remember
0: yeah the little little feet okay all right
1: guys (laughs) whatever works for you you
0: yeah Oh, Superman! Yeah, look at you, all DCing it up. I'm all marveling it up.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I have more DC stuff than I do Marvel stuff,
0: and vice versa for me. So it's perfect.
1: Yeah, exactly. We got a counterbalance. Yeah, counterbalance. A couple of things, real quick. Uh, I'm sure you've heard, Pat Patterson passed away.
0: Yeah, that's very sad news. Very sad news. You know. Yeah. That's I saw um The Rock put a really nice post up about him today, which was nice to see. And actually Vince McMahon on Twitter put up a nice one too. Uh
1: Sami Zayn did as well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so yeah. yeah.
0: So that's rest sad. in
1: peace.
0: Rest in peace, man. They're all they're all falling, dude. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can't live forever, right? I was actually talking to my dad about about this the other night because we were talking about The Undertaker's retirement and everything. Right. How pretty much every wrestler we grew up watching is gone now. It's like, it's a very short list left, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: It's crazy. Hogan. It's crazy. Still alive.
1: That's surprising.
0: Hogan, yeah, that's definitely surprising. Um, Brutus is still around, right? I think he's still alive.
1: I think he might still be alive.
0: Yeah, Brett. Brett's the big one. Brett's still around.
1: Yeah, Brett. Brett is still still kicking.
0: Last standing of the Heart Foundation.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: But it's yeah, so uh, so yeah. that was uh, very sad. A little bit
1: of unsettling news. Um, also unsettling. I read uh, the bat and the cat. <laughs>
0: also unsettling
1: i'm you know what i have to say what i'm I'm gonna do is i'm going to give it a bit because i can't help but feel like my uh dislike for tom king was overpowering yeah but like did you end up reading it
0: i i did i I read through it today okay so what i a lot different than what i was expecting the first issue to be
1: Same here, but what really bothered me was that they didn't do a good job of establishing the separation of time periods.
0: No, not at at all. At the beginning. In fact, in fact, it would split time periods on the same page sometimes.
1: Yeah, like that shot with uh Alfred. Yeah. With the uh he's holding the uh food or whatever, the food tray. And I was just like, oh, so this is in the past, and then it's like, or wait, what part was in the past here yeah later like with the with the ink or the coloring they get a little bit better using different shades but right from the hop i was like
0: oh because oh, i mean i don't like it, it's kind of strange like originally this was supposed to follow number 85 like immediately like it's supposed to be the ending of his story yeah and like over a year this is with the black label now you know it's not yep. with the regular dc imprint so hmm Is this kind of like a little Elseworlds type of deal going on, or is it actually an official continuation of 85?
1: I think, in all honesty, they're going to treat it like it's an Elseworlds. It's out of canon. Um, I mean, like, I think, like, Tom King will treat it like it's canon. Yeah. And then everyone else will just kind of be like, no. (laughs) Like, I I bet you nobody references it at all. Like, nobody will reference it.
0: It, I, I have such like a love-hate relationship with wanting to enjoy this book because A, Clayman is one of my favorite artists. We've discussed that before when we did our top five favorite artists episode. Yeah. And B, I love the Phantasm. Batman Master of the Phantasm is still my favorite Batman movie. And to see her finally in the comics, and it's got to be written by Tom King. And it's just like, ah. Oh.
1: Not only that, Uh, the way she was introduced was just like, yeah, just hey, here I am.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm looking for my son. I thought it was kind of, kind of going to go off the story of the movie. You know, all the mystery element, all the mystery kind of do gone. Like they're well, no,
1: I sorry, sorry. They they act as if all of that happened. Yeah, but the other part though is that like I go, if I didn't watch The Mask of the Phantasm. And then you told me that this character was going to come out. Tell me that I have to watch Mask of the Phantasm.
0: Yeah. Right? Exactly.
1: Because when they first announced the character, they just said Phantasm was coming out. And they made it sound like it was going to be a new version of the character.
2: Exactly. They were going to
1: use the design, uh, maybe updated a bit. But ultimately, uh, so the name and then the look was going to be the same. And then it might be a new character underneath, or it might be a new way of introducing uh, Andrea Beaumont mm-hmm. to the DC uh, universe. So I was like, okay, all right. Now at the time, I was I was still like, I was starting to, to uh, sour on Tom King, but I wasn't quite in that full-blown where I was like, oh, man, right? And then now it's like, well, if you didn't watch uh, The Mask of the Phantasm, the little bits that they tell you to sort of kind of set it up, I feel don't do enough. Like, because I'm familiar with the character and the movie and I agree, one of my favorite Batman movies, I'm like, okay, yeah. So all of that happened. Like, I even like the part where they go, uh, I thought she died. And you know, Batman's just like, well, Joker supposedly died then too. Right. So, and it was like little things like that, which work for me, but for somebody new coming in off the street, they'd be like, uh oh I guess I got to do my homework to read this.
0: It's also really bloody confusing because this is supposed to be a continuation of of, of you know Batman in DC Comics. Yeah, the animated series it's o- always been its own little separate universe. I mean they have No, the, it hasn't been. The, man, they literally have The Adventures Continues as a mini series right now. That's right, but separate from What else. about Harley Quinn? Yeah, they they brought her in, but What about Terry McGinnis? Right. They pulled things. They pulled things. Okay, but it's
1: not completely separate.
0: It was never the TV series was canon with the comic book. It wasn't. Come on. No, I didn't. Man. You know. I, it know. It.
1: I know. So it's confusing. being a bit of a dick.
0: It is confusing, though, because it's like, so is this animated series canon or what? Like, and that's,
1: And that's the other part, too. It's like, okay, so if you're referencing something that happened in the animated movie
0: yeah. or the
1: movie of the animated TV show, a million years ago, I don't know. Maybe do a little bit more backstory on her.
0: It's really strange, especially when he had like a year leeway to get this thing going. Like
1: that—that that part doesn't surprise me. The arrogance of Tom King.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I've I I was for so long I was trying to like his writing, but I wasn't really liking him as a person on Twitter and stuff. But man, when he went after Jay Lee, I was just like, this guy's a piece of shit. (laughs) Like That was it. it. I was like, you are a piece of shit.
1: See, like, because I'm not on Twitter, so I don't really come across this stuff until it becomes like a big thing. So I didn't realize he was one of those guys until the Jay Lee stuff. So then when that happened, then I was like, oh, it just sort of like, it made it even more okay not to like Tom King's work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird one yeah live. so I mean I read so the- needless the- to say, I'm not thrilled about it. um I didn't pay for it so that
1: yeah, uh, I mean, at least there's that there's that uh what's uh, something else came up that I thought was kind of interesting, oh, yeah, Daredevil's in jail again,
0: yeah, and electro devil is is on the scene.
1: I don't mind that though I don't mind that at all, I don't mind it because uh like a, we obviously know it's temporary, yeah. B, she's one of the few that I would be like, literally be like, okay, all right, I like it. Um, I also, but I love that that she has her own specific Daredevil costume.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It isn't just her like with padding, you yeah. know, to make herself look like Daredevil. It's just, um, so that part I don't, I don't like that he's in jail, but I also don't like that Matt Mur- or Mike Murdoch is an actual thing. Um, it just, just manifested. He just came out of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, now he's a thing. So now he's pretending to be Matt Murdock. Because Daredevil's in jail. They didn't take his mask off or anything like that.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, Zdarsky's a good writer. I just he I don't get it.
0: That's what I I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one.
1: That's, yeah, he's one of those guys where I'm like, I don't know where you're going with this. I'll stick I mean, around,
0: but we'll the, like, see. He, did, he did this himself. Like, he put Daredevil in, in jail himself, and he's, he's going to work with it because he's still in the book. He's not like Bendis, who just set it up for a shit pile for the next writer. Here. <laughs> here you go. I just wrote the best Daredevil arc ever. Have fun with him in prison. <laughs> yeah, by the
1: way, he's in jail. Yeah. Take it away, Greg. <laughs> and Brubaker nailed it. He actually did. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, Lark was the art, right? Lark was the art, yeah. Yeah, and, well, of course, Brubaker nailed it.
0: Brubaker, yeah, no, yeah, Brubaker followed him. Rucka, um, Rucka did one, like, five-issue arc with Brubaker during that run.
1: Yeah, yeah, but of course Brubaker nailed it. Like, really?
0: Yeah, you chase it down with a big glass. This is the
1: guy that brought back the Winter Soldier and made everyone go,
0: yeah yeah that's really cool and years, it was a rule you don't bring back bucky and he does it and makes it awesome
1: he makes it awesome but he also makes cap just as awesome at the same time yeah and then sets it up perfectly so that when cap gets killed off bucky is able to take the mantle and nobody's like uh what yeah we were all just like holy fuck this is awesome so good Sword wielding gun toting shield slinging captain america
0: now uh, you know what Oof. Fuck, those 10 years were a great time to be a marvel fan Oof! oh oh man you just think about the books like Sersinski doing thor with Oliver capel mm. yep mm. and even uh warren ellis's little tiny iron man run the Extremist. that was cool
1: that was cool that was that yeah. was quite cool.
0: and I never liked Iron Man prior, so I mean, to even like make me like Iron Man at that time,
1: yeah, that was a cool run. Um, there was a lot of stuff coming out of there, Of course, that entire area was around the ultimate run as well.
0: yeah, all the ultimate um, what else was going on while well, Civil War was there? I mean, Civil War, I think, was kind of like the the climb down from it, like that was everything led to civil War.
1: Yeah, and then after that, it was just like, they did yeah. a pretty good job of not dropping too badly. Like, it was kind of like here, and then just kind of very slowly started to edge down. Yeah. I think, uh, I want to say Avengers versus X-Men was really starting to begin a oh, little Oh,
0: what a pile that was. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that was not good. Yeah, no, there was really nothing I was reading at the time that I, I loved at Marvel other than uh Mark Wade's Daredevil. Oh. Um Greg Rucka. Mark Ruck Wade's
1: is Daredevil is, Greg is still larger. one of my favorite runs.
0: Yeah. So good.
1: It's so good that I'm like, why doesn't like DC get Mark Wade to do Nightwing?
0: That'd be kind of like a perfect because that's yeah. very
1: much like uh, a Nightwing. Like, there's a very Nightwing swashbuckling feel to it that I really liked. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, why not get Chris Samney to do the art? I mean, fuck it. Why not?
2: Fuck it.
1: The run on Captain America wasn't the greatest. Um, but it was following a really, 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 really bad run from Nick Spencer. Oh, yeah. I always forget that he did cap uh, Hydra cap. So then, when I'm like, I'm like, man, I I thought he was much better because like the Spider-Man run is doing this for me, and I was always like, I I thought he was really good, and then I I remind myself, oh yeah, that's right, he uh he did that stupid stupid Captain America Secret Empire run, and it was just terrible.
0: The only thing I've really liked from Spencer is Morning glories that image, which was a huge hot book, and then he just kind of left it like cliffhanger and all no ending to the story just like oh i got a contract at marvel see you later morning <laughs> like all, all these people that are following it for 50 issues are like what the fuck <laughs> still no ending
2: <laughs> oh
1: i think that was uh oh no hold on i got one uh mini review
0: oh a mini review
1: yeah uh by an upcoming uh, indie director slash writer. Um, it's called The Room. Oh, well, the next. By, uh, the I don't know if you know this guy, uh, Kenneth Blavitsky.
2: The and
0: next room. The next room.
1: The next room? Oh, the next room. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah, that's right. The room if is that other the room.
0: If it was the room, I'd be like, Chris, you're tearing me apart.
1: That's right. Yeah, the room is garbage. The room is
0: absolute garbage.
1: The next room, however, is not. It's not garbage at all.
0: Thanks, buddy. That's a good review. Um, it's not garbage at all. I see that right on the poster.
1: Yeah, in fact, that should be what it is. Chris Mersey says, this is not garbage at all. Um, I, like, I had been fighting the urge to mention this only because I wanted to do this in the Camcast. But anyway, uh, so one of the things I, I like, I like that it feels like an homage to other things. Yeah. like. Definitely uh, inspired by Lights Out, but not a rip-off. That's what I really liked. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then the ending, which I'm not going to spoil, because you geek panthers have to watch it. I'm sure Ken with, will have links or whatever set up on some of these areas.
0: One of these corners over here.
1: <laughs> yeah, or in the comments or whatever. But uh, but yeah, it's, it's you know it's short. It's sweet yep um, you missed the opportunity to show a little bit more skin though that was
0: uh it was there you just couldn't see it like through my body hair
1: no you were you were fully clothed like don't <laughs> I mean yes,
0: you yeah. have a lot of body hair yeah okay? <laughs> oh yeah, it's there
1: but I mean come on now, equal opportunity nudity
0: It's kind of perfect though like i James came home at the right time. I was going to do it by myself, like completely 100 percent myself. I was just gonna work the camera. Oh,
1: the, the arrogance!
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> it's my quarantine movie. I'm not supposed to be around anyone.
1: That's fair. That's uh, fair.
0: Yeah, I think I, I got like some behind the scenes videos and stuff. So I'll release like a little thing later down the road. Okay, that's cool. But, that's cool. But the idea with it was there was this this movie contest, short movie contest, where you do uh, a short movie that takes place under a minute. And then you enter it into the contest and it will appear in an anthology. And I was like, oh, sweet. You know what? I'm going to do that for sure. But then I was like, how am I going to fit my story under a minute and include the credits and everything, right? So then I asked about this and they said, oh, you don't put your credits anywhere in there. You leave it totally uncredited. And then we just run credits at the end of anthology. So everyone gets credit for everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, then I'm getting credited for a possible piece of garbage, and someone's getting credit for mine, and uh, just that. Meh, hey, man, hey,
1: don't be a baby.
0: Eh, so
1: that but everyone's getting the same
0: credit, though. So you're just yeah, it's just gonna say movie by th- these people.
1: Oh God, I yeah. I didn't realize that your ego needed to mm.
0: <laughs>
1: needed everyone to know that you did this.
0: My ego is so big, I have to wear two shirts.
1: But I'm wearing two shirts too. Actually, what does that say about my ego?
2: <laughs> Your ego. Anyway, um,
1: the other thing is, is that like, like we would all know that it was yours
2: anyway.
0: Yeah, like the, so, my friends and stuff would. I don't. I yeah. just I felt like I wanted to put it through. I thought, you know what? If if I do it by, by myself, I don't have to rush it. Because I didn't, because then it was like a minute and 50 seconds. I was able to put a little more time into it. Okay, then, all then right. then I can release it through Geek Pants. And I'll it stop together.
1: jokingly rolling my eyes. Get
0: us some more hits, Chris, because our camcasts only make 10 views a friggin' year.
1: <laughs> uh, the, last, the lockdown ones have been really small.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But so then again, hard. we're also talking about like 30, 40, 50-year-old movies.
0: Yes. So, you know, awesome. Awesome. we'll
1: see what happens.
0: We need to Sorry? talk about some new movies. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 Some new movies. Some new movies. You were
1: practicing that one, weren't you? <laughs> that little segue you had there.
0: <laughs> Actually, I wasn't. It just came up. Oh good. well. Not too bad. Not work.
1: too bad. Yes, work. we are talking about the new mutants.
0: The new mutants a movie finally that is. I
1: said I had no desire to watch.
0: Yes. A movie that you almost ate a ketchup sandwich over.
1: Right. Which I'm glad I didn't. Um, Although I will say like that last batch of trailers they had did make it look better. But at that point I was just like, like, okay, whatever, whatever. Uh, So yes. So geek pantsers, that's what we're doing. We're doing new mutants. It was directed by Josh Boone Mm -hmm. written by Josh Boone and Nate Lee. I'm not sure why it was spelt with a K, though. (laughs) (laughs) Starring Maisie Williams as Rain Sinclair, or Ron. I think it was pronounced Ron. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy as Magic. Charlie Heaton as Sam Guthrie. Henry Zaga as Roberto DaCosta. This is a wicked name. Blue Hunt as Danielle Moonstar. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Cecilia, or sorry, Alice Braga played Cecilia Reyes. Apparently Marilyn Manson was the smiling man.
0: Yeah, he did the voice.
1: (laughs) No fucking clue there, but that was cool. And then, uh, I, normally I wouldn't have done this because it was such a quick part, but, uh, I I like this guy. So Adam Beach is Danny's dad. Mm -hmm. He gets, he gets the credit list.
2: Yeah, yeah. A few others
1: here and there, but I'm like, you know what, fuck them. This, these are the ones that I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's bring these ones in.
0: Hell yes. Hell yes. Took, uh, what, two and a half years to arrive?
2: Two and a half
1: years, uh, four or five different reshoots, rewrites.
0: Yeah, the studios had a freaking field day with that one. I can't. And on top
1: of that, <laughs> Had no idea how to market it.
0: Yeah, no idea. But I was excited for it the entire time. I'm happy I was excited for it because it lived up to my hype. That's good. That's good. It's not the best of the X-Men movies, but it's a better send off than Dark Phoenix for sure. And I'm bummed that we're not going to see this cast again.
1: Hmm an interesting take on it.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, I'd have to agree. <laughs> I, uh, I actually um, really enjoyed this movie. In fact, there was only a couple of things that I don't want to say were minuses. It was just kind of like uh, I can kind of like I understand why they didn't do it in uh, certain things. And I'll get to that in just a second to be really vague and ominous. But overall, I thought it was really good. I thought I, I really liked it. Um, I liked how the uh, uh, asylum, I guess you could call it, the yeah. hospital, really they did a really good job of making it feel like a twisted version of the X-Mansion, which I yeah. really liked. I really liked that the Cecilia Reyes played like the twisted Xavier character. Um, just enough where you're thinking like you know what maybe she's being forced to do these things and she's not necessarily you know the bad guy and that we're building towards the bad guy um but yeah like uh, i mean the cast the cast was excellent so that was one of those where i was like okay well i i fear that it was going to be one of those where the cast is going to be really good but the rest of it was going to be really shitty but I mean, like, I know that this got, like, savaged by the critics, but I thought it was largely a good movie. Like, yeah, you know what? It didn't really have any glaring issues. I wasn't, like, there was no real plot issues or anything like that. No. I mean, um, like, once you start getting towards the end of the movie and you start figuring out exactly who, in fact, is, is chasing uh, Danny, yeah. you're like, You can kind of piece out the ending from that point, especially because, like, I mean, I've only ever heard that uh, Native uh, American folklore legend as, you know, the wolves, right? The two wolves are inside you, a good wolf and a bad wolf, and it's whichever one you feed. I've never heard it as a bear, Mm -hmm. Um, but still, like, that was a nice twist. But then, like I said, once you got to that point, you realized exactly what was going on. The ending was was predictable, but still really cool. Like, I was like, oh, man, this is really cool. Like,
0: I really, really liked it. Like, visual effects were insanely good.
1: Yeah, surprisingly good, considering yeah. the amount of reshoots and things like, like that that it stuff, went through. All the
0: stuff with magic was awesome. Like, all of oh. it. And Lockheed? She had Lockheed? Like That actually was one of those where I was like, why? I love.
1: Uh, I thought Lockheed was awesome yeah in it and i liked what they did with him as opposed to how he's normally done in the comic books but that's a shadow cat man like that's shadow cats thing
0: well wasn't lucky like around magic at one time too though
1: no i thought so too and i looked into it
0: and, and no
1: no unless it's retroactively like in the last couple of years okay but he's always been with uh Kitty Pride.
0: Yeah, it was always Kitty's thing, yeah. But now she's like a pirate on her ship or something. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I, I stopped paying attention to the Dawn of X and, or Sword of, Ten of Swords, that's what it was, Ten of Swords.
0: Ten of Swords, yeah.
1: Ten of, uh, Dawn of Ten and
0: X of. Reign of Ten. X of Tens and Tens of Xs.
1: Apocalypse is in there, too. Yeah. There's. There's things happening and I'm not I don't even know. (laughs) Um but yeah, so like right away when we get introduced to Daniel, Daniel Moonstar, that whole thing, I was like, oh okay, this is this is interesting. Um in the trailers they emphasized a bit more of a horror vibe.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: I felt like that was one area where they could have leaned into it a little bit more. Um I mean, having said that, it was still pretty suspenseful in the sense that you didn't really know what was going to happen or uh, or how it was going to happen. And some of the stuff with uh, Magic when she's a, a kid, that's downright disturbing. Yes. Like, wow. But even just the mask that they were wearing, that was really super creepy, like the Smiling Man.
0: Yeah. all Everything about them is creepy.
1: Yeah. So, like, there was a – it was – Honestly, a bit more adult than I expected it to be, but I still, like I said, I. It could have been a little bit more scarier,
2: yeah.
1: In my opinion, but it was still like, like I watched it, I all in one sitting. I didn't break it up into any pieces or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was literally like, I mean, I honestly, I was watching it like, like how bad could it be, right? Like yeah. how bad could it be? It's not Gambit, so it's probably going to be decent.
0: <laughs> and, you know what? It is decent, and it, it's sad, because I honestly, like... I, I think it could have actually been semi-successful. I mean, it made 46 worldwide with the world closed down. I mean, that's pretty damn good, all considering.
1: Yeah, I... Uh, it w- it would have been... It would have done much better in the theater, I, yeah. but I think it would have done better, but it would have been a word-of-mouth movie, yes. because they I mean granted it you know one can really tell how the world's gonna go and when COVID hit they were just kind of like we'll just release it and that's that and I mean I remember laughing about it how they're like yeah we'll just release it whatever happens happens type of thing but it's like you could have released it last year yeah you know and then it wouldn't have been so bad I it wouldn't have been as uh lackluster i guess and also like i said you could have tweaked the marketing a bit and literally just say look like it's not an x-men movie this is not an x-men movie don't watch this thinking it's an x-men movie and that was one of the things that i actually applaud them for was that very little references to x-men mm-hmm. but enough that like at one point they very go funny. like
0: like you get they- like Il- Iliana talking about." Peter, Colossus, a little bit, you know. Um,
1: Actually, I must have missed that part, because I was going to say that's my only only real uh, shitty part about it was that they don't reference Colossus it's very, at all.
0: It's a very quick reference. She doesn't even call him Colossus. She just said, my brother's also a mutant, and just something like along those lines.
1: Okay, so I definitely missed that, because I was like, that's where I was like, they didn't reference it, but I understand why they didn't, because then it's like, especially because how the, her backstory has been tweaked because of it. It was like, if you mentioned Colossus, then you have to say, well, where was he when, you know, his younger sister is getting, you know, yeah. uh, sex trafficked, I guess. In fact, that's, that's pretty much what it is, you mm-hmm. know? So I was just one of those like, but it's there's workarounds for it. So it's not like, like I wasn't like, ah, fuck. I was just like, okay, all right. And other than that, like everything they did with the characters were awesome.
0: And I really, really loved the fact that they showed uh, snippets from Logan. So the new mutants are literally the new mutants. Like after everyone thought there was no more mutants with Logan, this is the new generation coming after. So I like it that Fox had planned to continue into the future with mutants. Yeah. Outside of and X. it's
1: disappointing that they don't they aren't gonna be able to, or they're not going to now.
0: Yeah.
1: Horribly. Um especially because they even like made references to uh uh Steven Essex. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I mean and Mr. Uh, Mr. Sinister. Sinister,
1: just in case anyone's wondering who I'm he talking about. Be in
0: here, like a Nathan, Nathan Essex, that's what it was. Antonio Banderas was playing Sinister, like. It was all going to be in here and, and continue on to the next generation. And it's sad um, that the chemistry of this cast is so good. Like, if they if there was, like, if it felt like they were just thrown together and they didn't have any type of chemistry, it'd be different. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I want to yeah. see more of them. Like, they're so good in those roles. Like, Macy Williams was awesome at his Wolfsbane. Like And –
1: <laughs> they all had accents pretty much. Yeah, you know. I was really surprised like um like in the beginning Maisie Williams' Scottish accent wasn't exactly prevalent. Mm-hmm. But then like the more she spoke I was like, "Oh, that's really good." I liked that uh, you know, Anya Taylor-Joy had like a Russian accent. Yep. Uh, uh you know, Charlie Heaton was definitely from the south. He was definitely Sam Guthrie. Yep. Uh, the only thing I didn't actually like, and I was like, I wonder, I still wonder why they did that. Is uh, what's his face, uh, Henry Zaga, mm-hmm. had next to no accent.
0: Yeah, and he's supposed to be Brazilian. Like you think, yeah, a little bit of an accent.
1: He had like next to no accent. And I mean, like you could argue that because he's rich, you know, he might have been trying to affect a more American accent so that you know you appear richer. But yeah. It was weird to me that they had everyone else being like comic accurate in their voice, and yet <laughs> they don't with him. And I was like, what? Really? <laughs> you know, like Cecilia Reyes had an accent and everything. I was like, what is Really? Out of all of them for the not. But I was like, OK, fine. Um, they made up for it with the, the design of Sunspot, though.
0: Oh, Ooh. yeah. That was great.
1: That was so cool. Um, that was cool. Uh, the bits and pieces with the uh, Rain Sinclair in between changing into a wolf was really cool. I mean, ah, man, it's this is such a bittersweet one because, like, yeah, Dark Phoenix is the shittiest movie to end this franchise on. This is a prob- this is a better movie to end the franchise on. The only drawback, though, is that they ended it with me literally going like, okay, what's going to happen next? Yeah, I know. Because I I'm can't wait more. to see. Are you guys going to join up with the X-Men, or you guys just going to call yourself New Mutants and hang out in the X-Men's basement? Like, what is happening, guys?
0: I, I get, like, 100%, I guarantee that by showing all the Logan snippets and everything, they would have met up with, with X-2-3 in the sequel. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Oh man. Really, and the best part is the best
1: part is is they wouldn't even had to have even if they didn't want to put them in the end of the world like uh Logan, they could have still just pieced them like right up by the uh the end of the singer run.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? You could even have just slotted them right into there and have them take off from there. Like there's so many ways they could have just put them in, especially because like I didn't really see too many cell phones in there because mm-hmm. of the way the, the place was set up, but yeah, like, and the, okay. So the characterizations pretty much spot on for all of them, except for Celia. She's or Cecilia. She's a, typically she's a good person in the comic books,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I, I liked that. Like I said, right. At the beginning, they're making her kind of seem like maybe she's just doing it. Cause she has to, but right. then at the end, it's like no, no, no. She's like <laughs> full on, like I don't care. Like I did, I stopped getting the impression that she was doing it so that she wouldn't be killed, and I got more of the impression that it was just that was the angle she was playing with them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like I, I mean, even just the fact that it ultimately it was Danny's powers, getting get, getting out of control, and she couldn't get it under control, and that's what ultimately happened and all these things were happening because of her. I thought that was a nice little twist, yeah, even you know though what? it was a Jean Grey vibe, which I was
0: like, ah, but. Yeah, a little bit, but I mean, like, Blue Hunt was amazing in this role. <sighs> I, I, as far as I know, I've never seen her in anything else before, but I want to see her in more after this.
1: Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like I was 100%. saying, like the whole cast is really good, but she is the standout. Cause I had no idea. Like, 100%. Everyone else were like, I expected them to be as good as they were. Yeah. With the exception of Henry Zaga, because I'm not familiar with him, but I mean, he did a really good job too. Like they were all, no one stuck out as being like the shittier version or whatever, but Blue Hunt was definitely where I was like, whoa. But even like um, uh, Moonstar and Sinclair, even them just getting together. I thought was a surprisingly well done way of doing it where it was no. just a slow piece it together. And then it was just like, and then it just happened. And I was like, Oh, that's actually really right? sweet. Yeah,
0: I like that too. It felt very natural, you know?
1: Yeah. And it, it, it was, I even like the fact that it, there wasn't even like right at the beginning where they go, Oh, and rain Sinclair is the lesbian, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah just, you know, there was no
1: real hints at all. It was just, it just kind of happened. And, and then you're then, like, oh yeah. wait a like, minute. You
0: notice Rain like looking at her and everything through the ceiling and stuff and you just think she's interested, like wants to know more about about Danny, right? You don't think she's attracted to her or anything.
1: At first they played it like she was just being really nice and friendly. Yeah. And she was exactly. the nice, friendly one of the bunch, you know. They got to that and then it just
0: tower scene. When they got to that clock tower scene, they're all changed.
1: That was a great scene.
0: It was a really, it was great a
1: really scene. good scene. Yeah like she's like uh she's like i'm all alone and she's just like well there's two of us out here <laughs> it's like right yeah okay all right yeah. but yeah like everything none of this felt forced none of this felt jam-packed none of this felt rushed either like it wasn't a long movie but it didn't i wasn't like whoa
0: it's over already right the pacing was so perfect
1: yeah um And even like, even though I'm saying like, I felt like it should have been a little bit more horror aspects at the beginning, dialed up a bit. I'm not, I'm not saying it has to be anything more like too much more, just a little bit more scary because then they could have marketed this as like an adult X-Men movie, you know? Mm -hmm. Cause like the X-Men movies are for everybody. Yeah. They could have done the new mutants like a, like, um, well, like like a Vertigo title or like a Black Label title. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit more adult, but it's still, you could yeah. still like, it's uh, like Deadpool, a little bit more adult than you would expect, but anybody could really watch this. Some of it might be lost on them. Some yeah. of it might not, might not, right? For
2: sure.
1: Although the stuff with Magic was really rough. Like, I was like, oh man, that is, like, wow. The fact that like, She created the other world just to escape that. I was like, oh, like I'm saying, like that should be it. Should be more horrifying. And yet, as I'm talking about this part, I'm like, this part was actually pretty horrifying.
0: (laughs) This part was like,
1: wow, I'm very surprised
0: they went this way. Like, hops into limbo and then out again. Like that was just so visually cool.
1: That was so visually cool. cool when she like busts out the arm shield and the sword. Yeah, was awesome. And the whole fight scenes, the end fight scenes are awesome. They're all trying to fight the bear. They're all like getting their asses kicked, but they're still keep going. And then finally, like Danny's just like, I got this. Like I said, like, even though the ending was kind of, like, you can kind of see where it's going to go. I still thought it was awesome. I was like, wow, this is so good.
0: Yeah. I mean, the demon bear literally looked like one of Bill Sinkovich's paintings come to life. Like, it looked exactly off the page.
2: Oh, so, so good. Cool.
0: So, so good. cool. And he was such like a cheerleader for this movie. Like if, if like, I follow him on all the social media and he's just like for the last two years, just raving about this movie, like putting up new posters and new artwork and everything all about the movie. And I, I wonder what Chris Claremont thought of the movie because I don't think he's really said anything about it. Um, Dave McLean, the co-creator of New Mutants, fucking hates it, like hates it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with like the theatrical version, they misspelled his last name. And he's like, "Oh, I'm only the fucking creator of the book. Why would you spell my name right?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I would understand being angry about that.
1: Yeah, I get that. Um that but, but to hate a whole movie?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, like I guess you could say like like obviously this is a different, like the new mutants that he came up with were literally like oh, they different. were the junior squad of the X Men. Yeah, so the idea was that it's similar in the sense that they were they were getting trained to control their powers so that they could become X Men.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, or did they end up becoming X Force? <laughs>
0: Uh, well, <laughs> no, no. It's it
1: splintered off. What happened was Liefeld, became, yeah, Liefeld and Nichezza took over New Mutants towards the end of that run.
0: Yeah, and then they it stopped
1: actors. at one hundred, and then immediately they went into X Force and they took some of the characters.
0: Yeah, I think the only ones they took were Cannonball. Cannonball was in there.
1: Cannonball. Um, mm. Oh, Boom Boom. Yeah. And Shatterstar, I believe, was also on New Mutants.
0: Which, yeah, Shatterstar was a New Mutant. Yeah, and then there was because G- I'm
1: picturing, G- I'm also picturing awesome. like Mike Magnolia art as well, because he did a he did art on New Mutants as well.
0: Yeah, I think he was right after, like right before Bill Sienkiewicz took over. Like a little. But anyway,
1: there. so I I guess I could see why he wouldn't be happy about it, because like. The New Mutants concept is a little bit more lighthearted than this, Mm -hmm. but I do like how they make it seem like the purpose of this is so that uh, they're to become X-Men. They just need to get their powers under control when in fact, it really all is just more genetic material for uh, Mr. Sinister. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know how they would have made them look visually, but I hoped that it would have looked pretty much like the comic book. Because his look in the book is – he's had one of the longest-running looks that has, I think, only within the last, like, ten years been revamped.
0: I don't think he would have had the blue, spiky armor type of deal. I could see him just as, like, this pale man in a white – or in a suit with the diamond on the head kind of thing.
1: See, I I feel like if they would have done it kind of like the X-Men leather costumes, Mm -hmm. you know, so instead of it being, like, blue armor – but just be like more of a leather jacket, so to speak. But actually, you could stylize it a bit so you have a little of the like red accents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like Blade, right? Yeah. So Blade's yeah. trench coat for no reason at all That's had really. red lining on the inside, right? Yeah. What's the tactical advantage of that? There is none, but it looks cool. So fuck it, right? Yeah. <laughs> you could have done something similar with that regard. Uh, although I do remember I. Uh, Antonio Banderas, I remember that one, and I that was one of those ones where I was like, it could be really good or it could be terrible Mm -hmm. because, like, Antonio Banderas is one of those guys, it's he's always kind of the middle of the road, he's never really been one that I would say he's a really good actor,
0: yeah, you know, he's. I mean, I think he probably would run all right, he's better than me, I can say that much, but he's also like he, he's got to be quite up there now in, in age too so like he, oh, yeah. he would have been able to be a part of it for for a real long run hey you then again Ian McKellen was like 70 when he started x-men so I shouldn't yeah I mean, uh... <laughs> what well, am I talking about
1: yeah it's not like Patrick Stewart was super young either yeah he was I think in his 60s when he started too
0: Maybe late 50s, because he's well into his 70s now. Yeah.
1: Well, because I think he was in his 40s when he started Star Trek.
0: 40s. And that was 88 and he started. X-
1: and that was like a nine-season run. And then he was immediately into the
0: movies. And that was X-Men. about. So, yeah, I'd say he was probably mid-50s in X-Men.
1: Mid to late?
0: Mid to late. Which would put him close to 80 now. And I think that's about right.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. So, yeah. okay. But regardless, like... Yeah. Um, yeah, like, really, all all I can say with this movie is that it's just very bittersweet because it's really good. Like, it's a really good movie. Um, I'm not sure why it got shit on by the critics. Like, I'm really not. Like... I I I was like, even when I finished it, I was like, I didn't, I ha, ha, the only reason why I know the critics shit on it was because I didn't do my research until the last minute. Cause I was like, I, uh, for some reason I just put it off. So I, before I got on the zoom here, I did it. And I saw like one of the overall critics rating was like 33%. And I'm just like, how, how does it get 33% because this in my opinion is a better movie than uh dark phoenix way better movie than dark phoenix
2: yeah
1: and this i think part of it is because it seemed like everybody wanted to be in this movie whereas dark phoenix i think they were all kind of (laughs)
2: like yeah
1: this shit but uh yeah like i i liked the directing i liked the uh the appearance like all the characters look really cool i loved the stuff they were doing with the uh, cannonball i also like the fact that like even cecilia she says like uh do you really think that you don't know, she says you ever wonder like how some of these like do you think what the hell was the line something along the lines of like do you think when your heroes got their powers that something like this didn't happen to them too because like like, aside from Magic... Well, Magic, yeah, she kills people, but, like, Cannonball accidentally killed, like, his, like his dad the entire... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that shit happened. Obviously, Daniel Moonstar didn't realize it, but knowing now, she fucking killed her whole village, or reserve, I guess I should say.
2: Village? Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I said village. You know what I mean? But even, yeah. like, S- Sinclair fucking ate the priest that was crucifying her because well she's a lesbian and a demon like that's a twofer right there yeah so like i was all pretty heavy i was like wow this is this is not not lighthearted in terms of it but i liked that they said like do you think like any of them just they just showed up they got their powers and they became x-men some of them did stuff like this too and i was like that's really cool that was a really cool touch. And it's true, like, if you think about it, like, Cyclops typically almost always had his powers manifest when he was in school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, no one got injured in that? No one died? Like, I'm not saying every mutant's backstory should be littered with death and stuff like that. Yeah. But it was just one of those things where I never thought of it, and then when they mentioned it, I went, oh, I see what you fuckers did there. You made me think.
0: Well, I mean, I think a lot of them would be, though, right? I mean, like someone like Nightcrawler, who just bamps places, he's not going to really probably kill anybody. But someone that suddenly starts shooting lasers out of their eyes, yeah, good chances there's going to be some casualties. Right.
1: Or, like, what if uh, just somebody seeing Nightcrawler for the first time is so stunned that they end up backing into uh, traffic or something like that? Like, there's these things now that I never would have thought of, but I think of now, and I go, oh, that makes perfect sense. Right? Yeah. And yeah, like you've got like concussive optic blasts that come out of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very likely someone's gonna get hurt.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Um, but yeah, I like I said, like
0: I don't know. All really good.
1: Like- um uh, they all got their time to shine too, like none yeah. of it felt jammed together, like I said, like there was some breathing. Um magic in the beginning that whole mean girl characterization i didn't like but i understood it as they you know peeled back the layers of her character i was like okay all right i i get it i understand yeah. completely but like i mean even the breakfast Cup fly vibe vibes that i got like when they were doing the lie detector test i was yeah. like that's really cool and like when they drugged <laughs> cecilia like knocked her right the fuck out so that they could party. I was like, that's pretty cool. Even though logistically, how would they have booze on the premises? But whatever. It got there. You know, little things like that, I was like, okay. But it's still just one of those, like, like 33% of the people like this movie. It's like, what?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the unfortunate thing. Like, you know, like right around X-Men Apocalypse, it became cool to hate the X-Men movies like I don't know
1: if it was cool to hate the X-Men it was just yeah. I I guarantee you that it wasn't so much that it was cool to hate the X-Men it was more or less just oh it's not Marvel so it's garbage.
0: That's the thing. Yeah. Right? Automatically compared to the MCU because they want the X-Men to be in there and since they can't be in there oh then let's just hate on these ones hard.
1: And I still I still maintain that I I I'm very disappointed that Fox sold all their X-Men rights to Disney um, because, like, I mean, first of all, we're probably not going to get a movie from the X-Men for another
0: couple of years at least. Oh, we're not going to. I guarantee like X-Men is gone for a good, probably close to a decade. We might, yeah. see, we might see Wolverine pop up somewhere, like a new one. Uh, I
1: think Deadpool's the only one that's going to come up in the next five years.
0: Yeah. And, I, and, I and then like I believe Deadpool-
1: that's the last Deadpool movie. <laughs>
0: I feel well. I kind of feel like Deadpool is probably going to flip over to the MCU during. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Reynolds has a cameo in Doctor Strange. Well, if he's going to open the keys to the multiverse for Spider Man, it makes sense for him to bring over any Fox people that they want.
1: How do we know that he's opening up the keys for the multiverse for Spider Man? We don't.
0: I, we don't. Well, well, we'll see how it plays. Though, this I mean, this is how
1: like this is how bitter I am. I'm like, I I just I, I honestly don't want to hear about any more news you know what Spider-Man
0: 3. I understand your bitterness, though, because you're passionate about it, and I get that. That's how I was when the whole fucking, all the X-Men stuff happened with Fox being sold to Disney. Like, I was bitter. I'm still bitter. Like I'm,
1: I'm bitter, too. I'm, I'm forever going to bitter. Especially after bitter New Mutants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would have just left it at Dark Phoenix. I would have been like, it's a shitty way to end off the franchise, but... I mean fine I don't want I don't want to watch this anymore anyway <laughs> whereas this one I was like we can't get like new mutants too like one more anyway so uh new mutants geek panthers is an awesome movie if you haven't checked it out check it out it's really good yeah it's uh, the only thing is uh we spoiled it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but still still watch it it will definitely uh, wipe the taste out of your mouth that Dark Phoenix left. Except for Ken, you liked that movie?
0: I did. I liked Dark Phoenix. Uh, I,
1: there was some good stuff in it, but
0: it wasn't a lot. Feel, I don't even feel guilty saying it. I, I like Dark Phoenix. Yeah.
1: No, I know. But you also like a lot of garbage movies, though.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: You probably like The Room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is entertaining for different reasons. <laughs>
1: But that's the worst part. Could you imagine like, like watching that and, and like being told it gets a serious movie and then you're watching it and you're like, how is this even remotely serious? Like, How am I supposed to take this serious? But anyway, uh, getting back to New Mutants, it's a great movie. Uh, I want to see more from Josh Boone because I really enjoyed his directing in here. And mm-hmm. if he wrote the script with Nate Lee, well, I just want to see more. The cast was great cinematography was great the special effects were surprisingly awesome
2: so considering
1: good. the reshoots and the budget involved here um i mean god damn it <laughs> a sequel would be amazing this i it's it's a missed opportunity uh and especially for a movie that i wasn't like super hyped about and i didn't think it was going to come out i basically Rubbed it in Kenneth's face that he was never going to see it. And I was a huge dick about it. And here I am There's saying it's one of the better X-Men movies that I've seen.
0: There's a lot of Camcasts out there with him rubbing my face in it. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. And he gets the last laugh because I have to sit there and say, you know what? <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a really good movie. And like I said, it's one of the better X-Men movies out there. It certainly bumps a bunch of them.
0: Actually, yeah, you know what? I think I – hang on here. I – I um I rank my X Men movies. Okay? Ah, okay. Because I love lists. Are you? I'm a list whore. Are you? Do you like lists?
1: Yeah, I could be a bit of a list whore.
0: I, I don't. know. I just I love putting things in lists all the time. Uh, where's my X movies? Oh, they're there. They are. Um, the Fox X Men movies. I put New Mutants at fifth.
1: Okay, so the four
0: before it. So I go Days of Future Past is number one.
2: Ooh, wow, okay. Logan is
0: number two. Okay. And and I think we discussed that before, and the only reason it's number two is because Days of Future Past is more of a feel good movie. I can watch it more often. It's got more replayability. Yeah, that makes sense. I got yeah. you. X2 is number three. Yeah. First Class is number four.
1: Hmm.
0: Then New Mutants. And then Deadpool. And then X-Men. And then Apocalypse, and then the Wolverine, and then Dark Phoenix, then Deadpool two because I, wow. I wasn't was huge on Deadpool two, and then last really? and then last stand in X Men Origins. You weren't huge on Deadpool two. No, this I is thought, new. I thought the first was better.
1: This is new to me. No, no, we talked. I remember when we did the we did the camp cast and you weren't like we did the camp cool. a like
0: hundred episodes. So.
1: yeah i know people change right (laughs)
0: yeah 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 no i i I mean i I agree i agree that i don't like it there's no x-men movie i don't like it's just i felt underwhelmed by it compared to the first
2: um
1: no see i i was like i like them both just about the same like i mean i'll edge out the first one just because it was the first
2: yeah um
1: and I mean, the fact that the first sequence is almost a shot-for-shot remake of that blurb that you got from, uh, that was accidentally leaked. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that was just, that was incredible. Um, but I do think that the second one did enough to stand on its own feet, so. I would say, yeah, I would probably, I, they're like close. Like, Deadpool 1 just edges out Deadpool 2, but
0: yeah. still. I but think, then again, it, I also
1: have not seen either of them in a couple of years now.
0: Deadpool 2, for me, I think it was that the factor where there was just there was too much that took away from Deadpool. There was too many introductions of new characters. I
1: mean. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Because you had Juggernaut.
0: Yeah. You had uh, Firefist. Fist. Had Fire Cable. Fighters. Domino. Domino. Uh, Weasel played a bigger part.
1: Which is funny in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, although X-Force, so that was pretty uh, pretty quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing was so funny, though. The whole X-Force sequence was hilarious.
1: <laughs> and disappointing, though, because they all looked so... Like, Shatterstar looked
2: awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Looked so cool. Yeah. Oh, But anyway, um, so getting back to it, like I said, New Mutants, watch it. It's great. Um, in fact... For the five or six of you that'll check us out, let us know what your favorite X-Men movie is in the comments down below. Uh, And Chris, uh, C.R. Mercier, don't make any messages. Don't do that.
0: Yeah, ignore that guy. Leave it for other people. Leave it for the true fans. I don't know who that guy is.
1: (laughs) He's a great guy. He is, (laughs) I hear he's a a god among men, actually.
0: I hear he's hung like a horse, too.
1: (sighs) It's a dwarf horse. (laughs) but I, that is still part of the horse family. So it's not like this guy's lying or anything. Um, as always, thank you so much for checking us out. We really appreciate you hanging out with us on Mm -hmm. the, uh, lockdown camcast, COVID camcast, casts, whatever you want to call them. We appreciate everybody sticking around. I mean, we'd be doing this if you guys didn't (laughs) check us out. (laughs) This is just fun for us, but we do appreciate everyone who sticks by. Uh, You can see us on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can hear us on uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, uh, and I'm missing one. Google. Google Podcasts, and you know it's funny. I was thinking Google, and I'm like, no, that's, it's not it. But yeah, Google Podcasts, uh, Facebook as well. Yeah, we're uh, we're everywhere, especially GeekpantsMedia.com.
0: Especially there, go check it out.
1: Especially there, that is the central hub for everything else that comes out of us.
0: Yes, yeah, all our videos pop up there. If you don't want to go to YouTube land, and then you yep. get cool articles by the three of us.
1: That's right. That's right. No. Yeah. Some more yeah. than others.
0: Some more than others. You get some nice. Because
1: is prolific.
0: Yeah. He likes popping up in there.
1: <laughs> he does. He does. Dude, I'm glad
0: he's using, you know, like, <laughs> I haven't, I just thought like the other day, like, I haven't seen FedEx in almost a year now. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. It's nuts, eh? COVID. What, yeah.
0: what COVID. a shit show. Yeah.
1: Oh, and if you haven't, uh, check out the next room.
0: Yes. Please do. Check it out. Um, yeah. Getting great, re- like, well, I am getting great reviews, actually. Yeah, not just from me. nice, which is really great. Um, but, yeah, and we're at 251 views on it, right? which is wicked. Exactly.
2: Like, it's wicked. so cool.
0: Wicked. And you know what? It really uh, it gave my creative juices a boost. Like, I want to make another movie now already, but I can't because of COVID. Look at you. I can't because of COVID. But it's going to uh, happen.
1: It probably happen. could. It's just got to be careful.
0: I could. It'd be another one in the house, but, like, I got, I got ideas. I got big
1: ideas. Yeah. Do something in the backyard.
0: Yeah. The, the, the backyard.
1: (laughs) Close-up shots of the, of Penny make her look like she's ginormous.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not the only one that has ideas, pal. Well,
0: I know. That head is just full of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they're all just linked to Jason Bourne. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the link between all the thoughts. Jason,
1: anyway, guys, thank you so much for
2: stopping by.